Good morning and welcome to a new episode of the Hashtag Moledge podcast from the Missouri Times. This is Missouri Times editor Rachel Herndon Dunn and I'm here with my Rockstar team, Alicia Schur, our reporter, and Aaron Basham, our multimedia producer. If you have followed us on Instagram, those photos are Aaron's. Just FYI, we should follow us on Instagram. I follow us on Instagram. But anyway, it was a slick weekend. Did you guys go out into the slick ittiness? No. Yeah, a couple yeah. times. Yeah, we did too. There was a, um, and I put it in the Whispering Gallery this morning, but there's actually a link in the Whispering Gallery from a Riverfront Times post of a bunch of videos of the ice in St. Louis where people were literally sliding down 170, and there's another one on a major thoroughfare. Anyway, not good. Not good stuff. Anyway. That makes me very glad that I don't yeah. think I left my apartment all weekend. Yeah, no. Um, but just so you know, uh, Jefferson City is pretty clear right now. It is just raining and, and glum, which leads us to the top five most read of last week. The most read story of last week, DHSS to host public forum on medical marijuana rules. So they DHSS is promulgating the rules for Amendment um, yes. 2. From la- last fall, they have a public forum on Wednesday evening. Yes, at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. I presume you're going, Alicia? Yes. Yes. So maybe we'll get some more information about what these rules are going to be. Um, figure out what's going on over there. you have anything to add there? It's They've scheduled three hours for it. Yes, yeah, so. six to nine, right? Yeah. Where is it again? Governor's office building, room 405. 405. Okay, so the second most read story last week, initiative petitions regarding freedom to work, judicial elections, Medicaid expansion, okay to circulate. So freedom to work filed by Pat Thomas. Yes. Of the Missouri Republican Party has been approved for circulation. So now we have a right to work ban circulating, right? Yes. And we have quote unquote freedom to work. Which is also circulating. Basically right to work. Yes. So if you go to the grocery store sometime in the next month and you meet a petitioner, let me know. I want to know what she signed or didn't sign. See so what's going on in there. In total, there's been 13 petitions approved to circulate so far. For the 2020 ballot, right? Yes. It's very interesting. Erin, do you sign the petitions outside grocery stores? Depends on what it's for. That's, I've never seen a, a petitioner outside of a grocery store. Usually, I feel like they get me outside like a public library. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Whenever I lived in Kansas City, the uh, Brookside Price Chopper seemed to always have petitioners. Um, and Schnooks here and Jeff will have petitioners. Um, I always get very excited to see them, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see democracy in action. It's fun. Little nerdy. Number three most read story of last week, Representative Jean Evans to be next executive director of the Missouri Republican Party. So yeah. she, has re- she has effectively resigned. She has started her new gig. Um, and we are waiting to hear about what's going to happen in HD 99. Yeah. Yeah. Because it will re- remain open until there's a special election to fill a seat. Or until 2020. That's happened or, before. Or until 2020. That'll definitely be a competitive seat. I know both parties are looking at who to line up as candidates. Well, there's also Fitzpatrick's seat that is open. So we have two open seats now. Yes. But they still they still have a supermajority, right? Because they were yes. at 
Yes. <laughs> Let me do math real fast. I think they're down to 115 members now. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four most read story of last week. House moves forward with bill enhancing ethic standards of local government. So this was Representative Shemed Dogan's bill, basically yes. applying clean Missouri to local officials. Yes. And the debate in that bill is really focused on an amendment added by Nick Schroer that deals with the Sunshine Law and what is accessible and isn't accessible. And both sides are very, very, very passionate about it. Yes. A lot of people won't talk about it. However, Representative Nick Schroer went on This Week in Missouri Politics. It aired yesterday, Sunday, February 10th. Um, You can watch it online at TWMP.TV. Um, talked about it. Nick's also, or Representative Shore has also been very active on the Twitter. Yes. The Twitter. The Twitter. Um, he's also just kind of a fun guy to follow on the Twitter anyway. Um, John Car- Carpenter for the Democrats have really taken the lead against that amendment. And his argument was not that he's opposed to the whole amendment because he agrees that like adding constituent emails right. to the exempt list makes sense. His issue came up when it dealt with correspondence related to any opinion of the lawmaker or legislator. Interesting. I mean, this the transparency issue with all the changes in the last six months, that will continue to be a discussion. Yes. That I'm glad I'm not part of. <laughs> Number five, the fifth most read story of last week, House Democrats filed collection of bills on health care. So this was their third Monday, midday, second, third, third, fourth, third. Yeah. So they've been having a, a press conference every Monday, several weeks in a row. Yes. They talk about their bills. They have one today. We will get back to that. But they have filed some health care bills. You should go read this story so you know what Democrats are thinking regarding health care policy, because obviously that is always a hot topic. One of their top priorities was a PDMP. Which passed out of the House last week. Which was perfected in the House last week. Perfected, sorry. Jumped ahead of myself. Perfected out of the House, um, and it stalled in the Senate, but it stalled in committee. But I. It was a tie vote in committee. Yes, in the seventh vote. Um, was not present. So I predict it may come out of the Senate this week, perhaps. Maybe someone reconsiders about I don't know. You want to talk about the buzz? What's well, buzzing? First thing on the buzz is the PDMP. PDMP. Representative Holly Rader, who is my podcast guest tomorrow. Um, her bill is HD, oh, HB 188. Um, it is scheduled to be voted out of fiscal review today. And then we'll head back to the House calendar for third reading. Is that right? Yes. yes uh, last right. week, Speaker of the House, during his weekly press available, indicated that it might be voted out of the House this week. It might. We'll see what happens on the Senate side and what the Senate decides to do with it. You know, something I've been watching a lot is the creation and evolution of the Senate Conservative Caucus. Yes. They are they're on social media now and they have put their platform up bit by bit. Um and per their their platform, I it doesn't look like they would support a PDMP. And members of the Conservative Caucus on social media this past weekend talked a lot about um how they don't like PDMP. There 
is a very strong opposition to it. It's there's bipartisan support and bipartisan objection to the bill. To yep. PDMPs in general, there's twofold um opposition to it as in they want numbers and proof and hard evidence that it works. Something I'm always curious about whenever people ask for proof. Exactly how much proof do they need to be convinced? Because sometimes I, I feel like that's a cop-out. Missouri is the only state in the nation that doesn't have a PDMP. Missouri is also leading the nation in the opioid crisis. Is there a correlation? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. The other objection is to the right of privacy. And, you know, Missouri does have a recent history of... Some privacy issues, especially pertaining to sharing information with the federal government. Um, less issues in the last year. But I am I am curious how this conversation is going to continue on. Especially considering we have, um, what's it called, with the Sudafed. Like, there is a database for Sudafed. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a scientist. So, back to the House Dems press conference apparently today will be their final press conference today at 12 30 and they're joining together with the black caucus this time talk about criminal justice reform yes so that'll be interesting are you gonna live stream it lish um we have to work out our schedule because there's we a few should... he- hearings happening at the same time yes things so also buzzing is the pro-life agenda. Kansas City Star had an article this past weekend that was shared around a lot on social media. Um, but at the end of session last week, was it last week or the week before? Week before. Speaker Har um, on the tales of New York passing a, like, get an abortion, whatever you want, Bill. I don't know how else to put it. Sorry. Referred eight bills to committee. So the House is pushing a huge pro-life agenda. Um, In related but not correlating news, the Columbia Planned Parenthood was suspiciously caught on fire yesterday. Yes. I will say between New York's bill passage and the State of the Union last week, President Trump talked about wanting to pass a abortion reform bill in the in congress which um okay very hot right now it's a hot topic it's been a hot topic for years and it's going to be a hot topic for years i will say a lot of republicans including the governor who who are totally pro-life lawmakers as as opposed to social issues pushing those they've been pushing grown-up issues that might not get as many facebook likes but Workforce development infrastructure. Yes. Because there was a there used to be a lawmaker who is no longer with us. He's not dead. He's just no longer with us. Who once told me how much more pro life can we get? If you have an answer to that, let me know. Um anyway, this will apparently be an ongoing topic. Have you heard much out of the Senate side on how they're feeling about pro life bills right now? I haven't heard anything. I really haven't seen any of the... The conversation's been really strong towards infrastructure this last week. Yes. Infrastructure, workforce development. They talked about the bonding bill in committee last week. Yes. 
There's been a lot of talk of subsident issues that are affect every Missourian's life. Like bridges affect yes. every person who drives or walks. And workforce development is moving the state forward and it's been a lot of issues that focus on substance more than social issues, I guess. I think it's very interesting to think about workforce development as a whole whenever Missouri's unemployment is so low. Because what's why I think that's a responsive policy for a lot of Republicans right now is because a lot of employers can't find employees that are qualified for the jobs they have. Yes. And it's mostly trade-based jobs. Yes. So anyway, that's been interesting to watch, especially um, there's a fast track bill, Representative Kathy Swan's bill that was passed out of committee last week. Yes. Yes. And then there's another one. There's quite a, there's, there's several. actually several bills that focus on the issue going through both chambers right now. Yes. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Representative Derek Greer. That's the bill I was thinking of. Uh has a bill that would open up licenses to people who have convictions, convictions as long as it does not relate to that field. Like the example used in committee was that a person who has a DUI 10 years ago, that doesn't affect their ability to cut someone's hair. But it does affect their ability to get CDL. Yes. That makes sense. I mean, logically. And that, like, a person convicted of uh, property fraud shouldn't be able to get a realty license. You had a quote in your story that I thought was really interesting. It was from someone testifying that was just like, I went to jail. I served my time. I did my punishment. When does the punishment end? Something like that. That was very much paraphrased. The quote in Alicia's story is much better. But I, I've noticed this being a recurring theme, especially in, in the subject of workforce development and criminal justice reform of if you do your time, when does the punishment end? And on top of that, is the court truly treating Missourians convicted of a crime as innocent until proven guilty? So there's a twofold conversation going on there because I know Representative Bruce DeGroat has a bill that we've talked about on a prior podcast about people who should be treated technically as innocent until proven guilty who are having to go out of their way to come back to court or to make arrangements for payment to the point that it's interfering with their ability to keep a job. Yeah. Which, in case you missed it, you need a job to pay your bail or your bond or whatever is going on. Or your board fee fee or... Your fines. Yes. Um... So it's a conversation that a lot of people are joining in on, and they're throwing out ideas. Is what are we going to do? I like it. Speaking of criminal justice reform, the venue joiner bill will be in the House Judiciary Committee on Wednesday evening. Um, And that is something a lot of people are watching very, very closely. And my last buzz... Uh, got an email from the city, Kansas City City Councilwoman Julie Justice's campaign for mayor this morning that said, it's 50 days until the primary, and I just got back with some shocking numbers. Our internal polling shows that most voters are undecided. 
Yes, with 50 days left, a majority of people still have not decided how to cast their ballot on April 2nd. So keep in mind, in addition to Kansas City have municipal elections, St. Louis has municipal elections coming up in a few weeks for the president of the Board of Aldermen. That is the top of the ticket there. And obviously in two months will be, or 50 days, um, Kansas City municipal elections. So a lot of local politics buzz right now. Yes. Let me know what you are hearing, because that is something interesting that we try to give a nod to, even if it's not our bread and butter to cover. So what's on our plates this week? Lots and lots of committee hearings. Also this week, the Missouri Municipal League has conference. Their annual conference. The governor will be speaking at the conference Wednesday morning, right? Yes. So we got that conference. Also on our place, DHSS is Wednesday evening. Mm -hmm. If you see Alicia on Wednesday, I would go ahead and give her a hug. (laughs) Fortunately, uh, my boy Caden will be back with us this session interning and giving us some help he's a student over at lincoln wants to be a journalist when he grows up i don't know why but hopefully he will give some relief to alicia um and then the week after next a new reporter starting well that's exciting also this week tomorrow tomorrow is the 12th missouri court reporters association will be giving demonstrations of court reporting in the rotunda from 1230 to 330 and I don't know if, if you've never been in court or you've never watched Law and Order these little court reporters and they got this <laughs> keyboard with like six buttons I'm probably wrong but it just like type it really fast and then it transcribes everything and it's amazing if you want to know how that works tomorrow in the rotunda 1230 to 330 also tomorrow Missouri Retired Teachers Association Legislative Day Blitz. Wednesday, Missouri Dental Hygienists will be in the building. Is the 15th Friday? The kind- Yes, on Friday, the Kinder Institute on Constitutional Democracy will have a reception. And next week is hopping with receptions and lobby days. But that's what you can check out for this week. If you're ever unsure what's on the calendar, you can go to the Capitol calendar, view it anytime, I promise, unless I break the website, at themissouritimes.com slash calendar. It's always there. And of course, we email it out on on Fridays too, around lunchtime. But the calendar is always up online. If you have an event you need to add it to the calendar, email calendar at themissouritimes.com and I will get back to you when I do and get it up on the calendar before each Friday always. And, of course, the calendar also appears in the Whispering Gallery email for Missouri Times subscribers. You guys got anything you want to add? Have a great week. It's Valentine's Day week. Yay! We've got our two uh, most recent Show Me Missouri podcasts yes. on the Capitol. On the Capitol. You had yeah. Lieutenant Governor Kehoe. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Bob Pretty. And Dana Miller, right? Yep, exactly. All three rock star people. It's a great episode of Show Me Missouri. And you can listen to that online at Show Me Missouri. AH.com. Right. You can listen to it in either the in Apple or Android podcast stores, right? Yep. And so if you love you some Capitol history, literally Capitol building, listen to that most recent episode. And then every week you guys go to a county. Right. Talk about the history of Missouri one county at a time. Texas County this week. Texas County. Texas County. Missouri's largest county. Is it? Appropriately so. Oh. <laughs> that is very <laughs> 
home of uh, Representative Robert Ross, um, who was running for state senate. Let's see. So what else we got? What else we got? Valentine's Day this week. It is rainy today. Uh, Zach it's Paul. also Oregon's birthday this week. It is Oregon's birthday because they became a, the state of Oregon was became a state on Valentine's Day, eighteen fifty nine. 1856. Okay. Kansas became state <laughs> Alicia and I traveled down a road of statehood last week, and obviously uh, I retain that knowledge very well. Uh, no, you're right. 1859. Ha! No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> that was weird. everyone remember this time when Rachel is always right, and Alicia should remember that. I will remember that. Anyway, it's going to be a busy week. And, of course, we are always excited to be here. Thank you for listening to the Hashtag Middle-Edge Podcast. We will have a new episode up tomorrow when I go to visit Representative Holly Rader. Talk about PDMP. Talk about her HIV criminal reform yeah. bill. If you have anything else you'd like me to ask about, maybe her Senate race. Um, let me know what Potential I should Central Senate race. Representative Raider is a hot person to talk to tomorrow. I'm excited. It'll probably be a long podcast. Anyway, always excited to talk to the representative. Nonetheless, I hope you stay dry and warm today and tune in tomorrow. Mm-hmm.